Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bullhorn Podcast. I'm Moose Hunston. And I'm Michelle Staley. Oh, my God. It's Michelle Staley. I know. It's been so I thought, long. I thought maybe you didn't know who I was anymore. I know who you was. <laughs> I watch your, your podcast, Whiskey Wine, whatever it Yeah, goes. Whiskey Wine, our, our Facebook Lives. We were supposed to have one Friday night in Yellowstone fashion because we were going to go to this boutique and she brought in a bunch of new Yellowstone stuff. We were going to drink some Yellowstone whiskey and it didn't happen. I was pretty sad. What, 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 what happened? Oh, uh, they're just, um, she's switching locations and we, so. Can we just blame it on Lori Boyer? Yeah, I'd like to. Lori yes, I, I blame her for a lot of stuff. I do. <laughs> and then on top of it, I was all excited because I bought the Yellowstone for me, like paid for it on um, oh, the show. Freaking Amazon Prime or whatever. Get home. We're all excited. No, we couldn't watch it. We had to wait till the next day. So. I um, <laughs> It was like, son of a bitch. Well, before we go any further, uh, we have a guest today. Oh, he's Mr. Kurt Worth, how <laughs> are you, my man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. He's, he's like, is this what it's going to be like? <laughs> Sorry, Kurt. I'm along for the ride. <laughs> That's all. It's good to see you, by the way. It's good to see you, yeah, too. Yeah. How do you two know each other? Jeez, I don't... I have no clue. Probably just through people that we know, well, huh? Just living in a small yeah. town together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Small yeah. town. Some of the stuff on the radio. Yeah. Okay. And you know, like when that. I met him in person, I'm like, man, he seems like a good guy. I don't know what everybody's talking about. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> he took back everything everybody ever said about me. You know, she's not joking, Kurt. She's a she like that, just so we're clear. That's a Michelle Staley like, special, as we is, call it. What is people's problem? He seems like a pretty <laughs> good guy. He seems like a nice guy. Kurt, what do you do for a living? I am a farmer. Okay. And I'm one of our local area farmers. So yeah. used to work at one of the uh, fertilizer retailers here in town and okay. then went back to farming full time. That's cool. Mm-hmm. How do you like that? You know, it'd be a lot better if Mother Nature would cooperate. You know, here's the thing. I drive a milk tanker, so I hate the snow. Mm-hmm. And the farmers love the snow. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I try to compromise and say it'd be nice if it just snowed in the mountains constantly. Just, yeah. to, you know, but... Bring a little matter. rain here. Yeah. Bring a little rain here. Yeah. Well, I used to have cattle, so I used to hate the snow too. And now th- uh, the kids all have the cattle, so I oh, just kind of sit back and watch. And, yeah. But when it's really cold, I'm usually in the house. If they need some help, I'll go help. <laughs> Otherwise, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, man, I don't miss those. I don't days. have the cows to feed anymore. Yeah. This is nice. This yeah. is nice. <laughs> so they're not dairy cows, are they? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. All the, beef cattle. Okay. And the farming's changed a lot since you were first in it and got back into it. I mean, oh yeah, farming has changed. It's it's crazy because it changed so much, and now we're kind of actually going back to some of the older ways that we're doing things. Mm, so very cool. Just with uh, you know, we've got to be careful with how much money we spend, and and then when it's not raining and stuff, we can't bank on our crops. So we got to really budget on what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. some of the older ways we did it. They're oh, the cheaper way. There you so go. So we've kind of reverted back to some of the older stuff. Very hmm. cool. So when you uh, first got was it, has it been brought up through your family? Oh, well, yeah. Family? I grew up on the farm. Um, yeah, I've, I, uh, yeah, born and raised on the farm. And what we did is we, we put the whole farm into the CRP mm-hmm. contracts with the government. That was my dad's answer to retire. And so then I, I tried to farm a little bit, tried to rent some ground, you know, perpetual mm-hmm. drought in this country and stuff mm-hmm. just kind of put an end to it. And, you know, things changed. So I went to town and got a job. And so I worked in town for about 10, 12 years. And and uh, then as those CRP contracts came out and we were farming too much, I ended up renting a little bit more. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so I quit my job in town and went full time at home. Very cool. Very nice. Very cool. Are you watching the Yellowstone that she was talking mm-hmm. about? Yep. You are. Mm-hmm. I think I'm the only person in this country not watching that <laughs> show yet. Staley and I were late on the bus. We Everybody was like, oh, and we were like, we're not watching it. Well, last year, we watched all four seasons. We got sucked That's... in. The first season, we were like, eh, I don't know. But then we got sucked in. And mm-hmm. I got through four episodes on the very first season, and then I went, I ain't buying that because it's all a bunch of BS. Right. And so I was like, yeah, I'm not buying into it. And then everybody talked about it and everything, and Carrie and I watched season four last year, and then I... Well, I was sick with COVID in the month of November, so I got caught up. You got up. caught up. <laughs> I got caught up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I went back and watched the whole thing. So COVID has a funny uh, way of having mm-hmm. that happen. So, it does. Yeah. Yeah. so kind of a funny thing. Uh, Lori Boyer, I uh, think she's uh, Beth Dutton. Oh, yeah? <laughs> well, you have I, I don't watch it, so I don't, that, uh, I don't understand the reference. So. Well, she's... Is she a hated she's character a little, or a little, No, she's character. a little sassy. She's a little... She thinks she's Beth, mm-hmm. huh? She's badass. 
that. So next time you see Lori. <laughs> well, you know, Brian's kind of got the beard going on. He could be ripped. <laughs> there we go. So next time you see Lori, say, all right, Beth. I'm not going to say anything about I'm Lori Boyer. You soon Boyer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Lori Boyer. So um, before you go on real quick, this is the Bullhucker Podcast. So if you're new to this, what we do is we bring on a guest. Today's Mr. Worth. He's going to tell us three stories about his life. Now, here's the kicker. Two of these stories are true. One is either uh, halfway made up, all the way made up, or it's a borrowed story. Now, Kurt, without going into great detail, what is it? Is it borrowed, half made up, or all the way made up? It's halfway made up. Halfway made up. That is the most popular thing. The one that's true. Mm-hmm. The one that's not true. Not true. The one Sorry. that's not true. You haven't been here for a while. <laughs> Who are you? You know, I think the last time you were here, we were still at the Sands Theater, correct? Mm-hmm. I was so cold. I don't even it know was, what was going on. It was the best of 2021 yeah, yeah. episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. it was uh, we were at the theater, and there was no heat in the theater. Uh-huh. And it was around this time of year we were filming those, mm-hmm. and it was like negative four in there. It was freezing. Uh, Kurt, at one point in time, Adam said you could see my little lip just quivering. You know, <laughs> know. so yeah, it was it was nuts. So. You've been here so long. We were at the Oktoberfest in the beer garden, BSing with old Chad. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm excited for this episode, because I started hearing stories then. I'm like, okay, mm. now I'm, in, I'm into it. So. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. All right, good. Do you know Chad Lambert? What's up, Chad Lambert? Do I know Chad Lambert? Married to Jill? How is, uh, is he related to Chris? Yeah, he's brother. Chris's little brother. Oh, okay. okay. I might have seen yep. him. I've he's, number, he's number two. Gotcha, so gotcha. So it goes Chris and Chad, and then... Kara, and then they got a little brother, Kyle. Oh, gotcha. Well, of course, I know I, Kara. We all grew up together. Chad and I, Chad is actually my oldest friend. Oh, cool. So Very I don't cool. remember a day not knowing Chad Lambert. <laughs> okay. So our, cool. our moms were close friends, and so we got drugged to the hen parties, and we got drug here and drug there. And, hen party? And so, what's a hen party? So, you know, they, a lot of, in those small communities, you know, they had like Thimble Club. That's where they oh, get together gotcha. and quilt, or they would, I don't know, they would... I'd play cards in the mm-hmm. afternoon or whatever. And so his mom and my mom, they were in a group with all these other, at that time they were all elderly ladies. Mm-hmm. A lot mm-hmm. of them are, are no longer here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, but Chad and I were the little ones, you there know, and so we were, so <laughs> yeah, I, I, we joke. I, I said, you know, I, I think there was probably a day we were getting our diapers changed at the same time, mm-hmm. but. I was out of diapers way before Chad. <laughs> Chad goes, I remember I was eight years old. He's, so. yeah, he's, he's, only, he's only like maybe a couple months younger than oh, me, but gotcha. I, was out, I was potty drinking way, way before you, Chad, and you, you know it. You grew up in Woodland? No, we no. grew up in New Raymer. New Raymer, I know. That's Miss Prairie, folks. You're a Woodland, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. New Raymer, what's the mascot out there? They're the Mustangs. But Mustangs, see, okay. I grew up on the Morgan County line, so I went to school in Fort Morgan. Uh, we grew up in that neighborhood, but I went to school in Fort gotcha. Morgan. Interesting. Nice. You said the uh, hen club. I was wondering if that's like a swingers thing. That's why I was hoping <laughs> no, the story no. would go. Like, He's like, no, no, no. We no, no. Take your friend Chad outside. <laughs> no matter what you hear, don't come in the damn house. <laughs> don't come back in the house. No, it wasn't anything like that. He's like, we learned to crochet. Come on, Larry. God, get your mind out of the gutter, dude. Come on. Mom's all excited to go to this damn hen club. I don't know what it is. <laughs> It's a lot different clubs nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I can remember mom saying, "So we gotta, we gotta go this deal." I'm like, oh, "I don't really want to go," you know, right. little kid. And yeah. She's like, "Well, I think Chad will be there," so I was in the car. Very yeah, cool. yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Really? I just, I just dragged Ty to whiskey wine, whatever. He's all, "Wait, isn't it whiskey Wednesday?" I'm like, mm-hmm. "Hmm, de- <laughs> <laughs> what am I teaching my child?" I'll say, "Yes, mother of the year. Your teenager knows when it's whiskey I'm Wednesday." Like, <laughs> Like, he shows up. He's all, I'm here for the tasting. No. That kid's getting old, though, man. He looks like he might be of age to drink. Yeah, he's, he's a big kid now. He's going to be He's gonna be 18. 18 years old? 18. Yeah, 18. Holy shit, are you old? I know, I am. Kurt, how old are you, man? Or how old are your kids? I'm, well, I'm 52. Okay, we're close. And uh, I graduated from Fort Morgan in 89. My, I've got kids that, uh, let's see, Catherine will be 23 next month, and then 20 and 14. Wow, that's uh, cool. Gus is 20 and... And Jack is 14. Crazy, nice. crazy. Yep. Still got him young at home, huh? Yeah. Four more years, man. All right. Yeah. Four and a half. To, back to wearing no more pants around the house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get out, Jack. <laughs> no more chonies for this old man. So, yeah. All right, Mr. Uh, Mr. Worth. You ready to tell some stories? Yeah. Uh, yep. Before we start there, though, I do want to say if you do uh, like what you see or hear today, on the bottom right hand corner of the 
uh, screen, you'll see a little red dot. Please hit that. That's our subscribe button. It helps out for us. It's a little click for you, but a big click for us. That's on the YouTube, by the way. People, uh, I had someone be like, I can't find the red button when they're audio, listening to an audio. And I just pat them on the head and I said, okay, well, you can't, you can't do it on the audio. So let me leave a raving review. I'd really appreciate that. So uh, we're closing in on our 100th episode, by the way. Holy cow. Yeah, this one's wow. going to be like 93 or 94. I can't. Yeah, I lost track. And so. have some big fanfare on the 100th? I'm, I'll tell you what our plan is when we're done here. Oh. I, have a, I have a fun one coming Hopefully up. I'm invited. Um, you're not, so. <laughs> <laughs> she just shrugged away from me. Don't touch me, asshole. <laughs> Michelle, you want to read our stories off? Oh, thank God I wear my glasses. Do you want me to wear them? Let's see. I got to tell you, that day at the city council meeting, uh, Scotty Kleinkammer, I hate you, Scotty. Um, <laughs> we were trying to read something. I had to pull one of these where I had to like, look like over my glasses to read something. Like an old man, he just started laughing. I go, I yeah. hate you so much. You know? I know. Well, I really need um, bifocals. I'm having. But sex. you're not going to get them, are you? Try this. <laughs> Do you have bifocals? Yeah. How long have you had this for? Oh, probably you ten have, years. Yeah, pretty bad. Really? Yeah, pretty bad eyesight. Really close. I I can see the color of the airplanes going over, but I can't read. I can't read a receipt. Uh, oh. So look at the bottom. Is it good? Look out the bottom. Holy I do need to get some. Uh, yeah, it makes a big difference, can, doesn't it? I can read. I uh, I've been fighting bifocals for about five years now. My doctor. Yeah. Why am like, I fighting? You should it? get some. And yep. I'm like, nope. Because you gotta look above. So, so there's no adjustment on the top, but oh. all the but then there's readers in the bottom. That's You've changed my life. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's, when I found out that I needed them, I was trying to read a chemical label. And had a customer ask me, he goes, well, what about this and what about this? And I said, well, I don't know. Let's look at the label. And I peeled it off the jug, and I was looking at it, and I was holding it back. And he, he laughs at me. He goes, how old are you? I go, oh, I'm 40. So it was, I was right around yeah. 40. He goes, pulled his readers out of his front pocket, hands them to me. He goes, <laughs> he goes you need glass. This that's is life-changing. Uh, that's a humbling moment, isn't <laughs> it? Life, yep. Life-changing. Harvest Fubar. Did I read yep. them all? Yeah, okay. Yep. Harvest Food Bar, dead guy in uh, Kansas. Kansas. It was all a dream. Mm-hmm. Nice. Do you know what I did forget to say, though? We were at the City Barbershop. Oh, yeah. We should probably get a plug for that. We should get yep. a plug for that. So we're going to have it. By the way, if you need your haircut here in Brush, Colorado, or in Morgan County, come down to the City Barbershop. I may or may not get these back. No. Uh, <laughs> We'll have the website or the way to get a hold of them on the description below. So come see Carrie and Echo and uh, get your hair done. Get your ears waxed. Yep. Oh, really? Get your ears and your nose waxed. Oh. And uh, Echo told me she only waxed from the neck up, right? That's yeah, all they do for. not do Brazilians here. Yes, they asked. don't. Oh, they don't do the weird stuff. Darn it. St- oh. Staley was going to get excited there. Doesn't he come here to get his hair He cut? does. He's going to be disappointed. If they do Brazilian, Scott, I will pay for yours just to listen to the story. <laughs> I do have a funny story about that. But... About Scott getting waxed? <laughs> well, I got him a gift certificate one time. And I was to the... Women, you may not know this. I used to have like a training school in Fort Morgan. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I got him a gift certificate. He's kind of... <laughs> he kind of likes... Uh, he's kind of metro. I don't know. So I'm like, this is going to be a great gift for him. And he... He's like, I can't do her. You know what he probably hates? Having a wife who tells those stories on podcasts. I used to tell him on radio. <laughs> you, he hated it. He, he's like, God, every day there's something. There's something new every day. That and, poor and you know what? He never used it because he's like, I, I can't can't do her because what if something happens? <laughs> something <laughs> happens. Like he loses a nut. Like well, he, know, she pulls it that hard. You know, or yeah, you know. No. Oh. He starts staring at her with one eye. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Exactly. Uh, Mr. Mr. Staley, it's staring at me. It's staring at me. I think he just winked at me. I don't know what kind of muscle control you have, but it's impressive. Can you please hold that off to the side? Yeah. Well, and he was a little afraid of case, yeah, wax. And yeah, he just was like, I can't do her. Yeah, I don't get anything waxed. I, I got the fear, man. I'll shave something, but I ain't waxing shit. I thought it was being a great wife. He's metro. He likes to be metro like that. That's a weird gift, though. Well, have you met, have you met, you've met me. Well, no, I shouldn't say weird gift. My mom, for my birthday, has got a 23 in me. Right, like a DNA test. I'm like, is this some weird way you tell me that I'm adopted? Is that how you? This is like, is this a shitty conversation we're about to have? Like, look, Larry. Right, yeah. right. Okay. I've told everybody that's met you already that you're adopted, but now it's time to tell you. you know? <laughs> <laughs> that is an off one. Well, well you, you know what? It was pretty interesting. Have you ever done it? You guys ever yeah. done the 23 and Me? I have a little skin in every game. I'm not Irish and I'm not black. Everything else, I I got a little skin in the game. Man. You do. Everything, You're a, what do they call that? A 
Heinz 57. Yes, there we mm-hmm. go. I was going to call you Mutt, but no, uh, I meant Heinz 57. Been, yeah, yeah. So yeah. apparently my uh, ancestors mm-hmm. were not picky at all. They they would <laughs> they didn't care about skin color, geography. They, they didn't just, give a how shit. How you doing? That's how they rolled. How you doing? Hey, Sven. Puerto Rican, you had one of those? No? Yeah, get one. <laughs> about time. Bring him here. They have like a weird sex bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, what, this is what turns out. So don't do that at home, folks. Don't do that. Home, so. getting, if right. you're getting an inkling <laughs> it's it's interesting I'll, I'll leave it at that so all right Michelle, right. we have three great titles why don't you pick one there let's do a dead guy in kansas or good guy what is this dead, dead guy they kind of need the glasses again <laughs> i take my contacts i'm showing your own it's bad i have barrels all right dead guy in kansas mm-hmm. yep all right so oh it's been quite a few years ago i had just bought a a truck for the farm we needed to go find a grain trailer for it so i got on you know like we used to before we had cell phones and internet and stuff you get in the magazine you start looking for what maybe you need so i got in the high plains journal and found a grain trailer that i thought was about the right price and kind of what we needed and stuff and so i asked a buddy of mine dave said hey uh i need to drive to marysville kansas tomorrow morning do you want to go a cool road trip. It's kind of raining here and stuff. Let's let's get. Who doesn't out. want to go to Marysville, Kansas? Yeah, who doesn't <laughs> want to go to Marysville, Kansas? Right, yeah. Highway 36 all the way across Kansas. So he's like, "Yeah, man, let's go. This sounds like fun." So we, I pick him up probably about 4:35 in the morning. We take off for Kansas. Well, we get down to Atwood. We you know we go down to Ray and head down and we hit Atwood, Kansas, and uh, you know like hey. I, Kind of like Kansas. It's kind of like Atwood. It's mm-hmm. a pretty place. I've never been here before. This is cool. So we're when we're coming in to Atwood, there's a big sign, at least there used to be, that said, Welcome to Atwood, Kansas, the friendliest people in Kansas. And I was like, hmm, that's that's a cool slogan. Mm-hmm. Right on. <laughs> friendliest people. So we go on down through Atwood and we're on our way <laughs> headed on east and we get about maybe four miles out of town and there's a guy laying on the side of the road. And he's laying there with his feet facing traffic and his right hands on the white line and he's on the on the shoulder of the road and we go zipping by and I'm like did you see that <laughs> and Dave goes yeah man do you think he's dead or what and I said I don't know so was we, it daytime nighttime it was daytime it was oh, probably wow. about eight o'clock in the morning okay eight eight thirty in the morning you know and somewhere around there and so we we pull over he goes we better stop and check on him and the whole time, people are just going, <laughs> nobody's, nobody's stopping. Nobody cares. Say, nobody friendly in Kansas. <laughs> like, yeah, nobody, nobody cares. This guy's laying on the side of the road. So if we, you're alive, they're friendly. If you're dead, yeah. up, up your ass. You know? <laughs> so we, we pull over, and, and Dave's like, what is going on? And I'm like, I don't know, but we better check on this guy because maybe he got hit. Was he maybe laying beside like a... Oh, you said he was yeah. laying beside a green green car. No, a he was car. no. We had Just we had road. been out to go oh, look at gotcha. look at a grain grain trailer, but we uh, so we were on our way. We still had a long ways of our trip left, and so we we pull over the side of the road and back up to him. And and uh, I'm like, this was like early cell phone days. So mm-hmm. I was like, you I don't your even know if we phone? did. Yeah, you have that? We did have a bag phone, and, but I didn't. <laughs> it know didn't if work nine... for shit in Kansas. But... <laughs> <laughs> Or on the northeastern plains of Colorado. But it did work that day. (laughs) So so uh, we pull up there and we kind of go and you know check on him, see what's going on, and you could kind of tell he was really faintly breathing, but his eyes were wide open and his pupils were about the size of like pencil leads. Uh Oh my god! And uh, I'm like, well, I'm going to go see if we can call nine one one. And so Dave's kind of standing there around him and everything, and and uh, so I call nine one one. And I'm like, hey, my name's Kurt. We are about approximately four miles east of Atwood, Kansas, on the side of the road. And there's a guy laying here on the side of the road. We, he, he's not dead, but something's obviously wrong with him. Right. But we were convinced he was dead. And the whole time we were walking up to him, you know, when we first got there, we're both looking in the ditch because we we're like either, you know, is there a him. wrecked motorcycle? Uh-huh. Or is there a car wreck? Or is somebody going to get us? You know, up, are we yeah. going to get ambushed yeah. here and stuff? And so we were kind of on high alert. And, and so she's like, "Okay, I'll, I will send a, I'll send a sheriff's deputy out and an ambulance here as soon as I can." 
And so I'm like, okay, sounds good. I'm going to hang up. So I hang up, and uh, she goes, somebody's on the way. And so I get back out of the car and and uh, walk back to him, and, and my buddy Dave's kind of like nudging him with his foot. He's like, hey, man, <laughs> you all right? What's, what's up? And stuff, and he wasn't even moving or anything. And about in the meantime, not too long after that, before state before the sheriff's deputy or an ambulance showed up, a guy from Apria Healthcare shows up with a <gasps> van of oxygen. And he, and he pulls up and he goes, do you guys need some help? And I mean, in the meantime, cars are still just going boom, boom, boom. Nobody's stopping. Right. And I'm like, well, yeah, we, we, this guy's just laying here. You guys didn't and, do mouth, you didn't really no, take mouth didn't to mouth any, or anything? No, we didn't do any CPR because you could kind of tell he was breathing a little bit. Right. The guy, Guy's like, well, I'll go put some oxygen on him. So he gets an oxygen bottle out, puts oxygen on him, and then he starts rifling through his pockets. And I'm like, dude, I would be careful, you know, jamming your hands in his pockets. Yeah. You don't know if he's got needles. Right. You don't know what the what Apria he's got. guy's yeah, doing. Yeah, this Apria health guy. And I'm, I'm like, you're braver than me. Because I look out the Apria health guy. The Apria yeah. guy's here. Yeah. Well, and, 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 the, and so then he pulls out of his pockets. I'll never forget, he had, you remember we could get those keychains that were made out of a bullet? Yeah. So he had a bullet keychain, and then he had a Velcro wallet with an ID card in it with nothing written on it and a crumpled up $1 bill. And that's all this guy had on him. And so we... Uh, <clears throat> so you didn't, at that point, you didn't know who he was? No, or? we had no clue who he was. We didn't have, you know, a pretty scruffy guy. You could tell he was homeless, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. And... So, um, pretty soon he kind of starts coming around, kind of moaning and groaning and stuff. And then now, you know, the sheriff's deputy rolls up and he gets out and he's talking on the phone, talking on his radio and stuff. And he goes, he goes, uh, yeah, ambulance is on its way and we're, we're trying to figure out who he is. And so dispatches, he's on the radio with dispatch and we're sitting there and the guy's kind of starting to come around and pretty soon he's sitting up and uh dispatch comes back and says oh yeah they had that guy in saint francis yesterday he's walking down to the next town down where there's a prison he's walking (laughs) out there to go see his buddy in prison and he's and he's diabetic and so he would just walk so far and till he collapsed and then you know Emergency services show up, give him a shot of <laughs> insulin, let, him, re- let him recuperate for a little bit, give him a donut or whatever, and then he was. And that's a good friend. Kick him back out. That is a good friend. Uh, and so, and I, I asked the sheriff's deputy. I said, "Do you need something from us? Do you need a report? I mean, we just we stopped because we didn't mm-hmm. want anybody to think we hit him. Right. And uh, he's like, "No, you guys are good. Thanks for stopping." No, it's, it's Frank, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Him, he looked exactly like Frank from Shameless. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, yeah. He looked he exactly Perfect. like Frank from huh. Shameless. You watch that? I've watched a few episodes. William H. Macy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, yeah. yeah. And so uh, we we got in the car and started leaving and stuff, and I started chuckling, and Dave looks at me and goes, what's so funny? I said, the friendliest people in Kansas just happen to be two idiot farm boys from <laughs> Morgan, Colorado. Everybody else is like, we're from Kansas. Nobody cares yeah, if you're dead yeah. on the side of the road. Fuck you, Frank. No yeah. donut today. <laughs> right? hmm, that is a good friend, though. I'm going to take my chances. I got to get to the prison. What's yeah. that movie where, like, stop that dead shit? Stop that dead shit. That, that lady's yelling at him. Like, he acts like he's dead. What is that? Is that uh, Kingpin? Oh, I don't, I, oh, Kingpin? You know what I'm talking about? I haven't about. watched Kingpin in a while. <laughs> but always <laughs> plays like he's dead. And he's like, knock that dead shit off. I know you're not dead. <laughs> what am I, I'll think of it. You've never seen Kingpin? I have, but I don't remember that yeah, part I've seen specifically. Kingpin. I don't remember mm-hmm. that part. Uh, there's a, I'll find it. I'll find it and I'll yes, put it on here. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. That's a pretty great story. Did mm. <laughs> you been to Kansas? I used to travel when I worked uh, for a cellular company. I spent a lot of time on the road in Kansas, mm. Nebraska. You know, yeah. Kansas, you can watch your dog run away all day, man. <laughs> there ain't shit out in Kansas, yeah, man. No. Yep. It, was, it was some long road trips, let me tell you, for work. We Oof. took a road trip to Oklahoma through Kansas, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, my oh, God. Oklahoma. Oh, my God. 
You can have Kansas, yeah. man. We took a we took a road trip this summer, and the hardest part of that trip was coming back across Kansas. Oh my! And God. it was at night. Oh mm. yeah, no thanks. No yeah, thanks. At least we know on the Eastern Plains we're almost to the Front Range. Right. Like it's going to light up. You can see the mountains. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Although I'd never been to Nebraska, and I was dating Patty, and she freaked out. So we drove to Sydney to go have a steak. And I'll make this look like Morgan County. (laughs) (laughs) Was that an amazing steak or what? It was. From Dudes. If you go to a place called Dudes down in Sydney. Dudes. Go to Dudes. It's the shit. And I'm starving right now. I could go for steak right now. Let's go after this. I know. Let's head to Dudes. (laughs) Tell Staley's waxing ass. We'll be home later. (laughs) (laughs) Love you, Scott. (laughs) It's like, damn it. Don't put her on a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think about that story? Hmm. I think there might be some truths to that. Well, he said it's only half true, though. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good story. I didn't see it. Mm, we'll just have to see how the other ones yeah. go. I yeah. don't know. I usually suck at this. I don't even know why you have me here, but uh, no one else can come. <laughs> so no, you I'm can... Wait, <laughs> I know, right? He's uh, like called twenty other people. And... Actually, I've invited you before. You said we can never make this work this whole year. It's been kind of like hit and miss. So I'm a busy gal. You are a busy gal. Do you ever watch the uh, whiskey wine and whatever gals? Mm-mm. Pretty interesting stuff. They go to all these. Uh, Whatever they call whiskey, I'm going to say whiskey winery thing. <laughs> distilleries. Distilleries. We go to distilleries. Yeah, we. Um... Have you been to the distillery in Pine Bluffs, Wyoming? No, we have not. You need to go it's up. Pretty there. good. Mm-hmm. It so, is good. Well, is that the name of the whiskey? Yeah, it's Pine Bluffs Distilling. Very mm-hmm. nice. Yeah, we. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it doesn't suck going around tasting different spirits and. I couldn't do it, man. Really? I get to be a handful after enough whiskey. So. <laughs> yeah, so does Lori. Yeah. <laughs> Lori. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I do like that story, though, Dead Guy hmm. in Kansas. Yeah, it is a good story. Because old Frankie, uh, it, it's a, they, they probably know, Kurt, that's why. They drove by yeah. and he's laying there again. They're like, <laughs> they were like, oh, we saw that guy last yeah. week. <laughs> yeah, fool me once. And he, yeah. There's yep. a guy uh, in front of the Walmart. I haven't seen him in a long time. And God bless him if he's having a hard time. You know what I mean? But one day it's going to be gas needs, or car needs gas. The next time, yeah, yes, the next day, he'll have a sign that says, uh, wife has cancer. Hmm. You know what I mean? So he, he rotates the, <laughs> the sign. Yeah, man. He so, spins it. God it's forbid, like both are true, and he's just trying. But I'm like, man, that's some hard luck, bro. Yeah. That's flip a coin, I, I guess. I I've heard some different there. stories about folks that make a lot of money doing that. Oh, yeah. Like, not yeah. To, like, like I said, if they are definitely having a hard time or... It's tough yeah. to know, though. It's, yeah, it is tough to it's know. It's tough to Especially know. Especially now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a friend who worked at Walmart. I don't know her break. She sat there and counted. For a half an hour, six people stopped and handed over money to somebody. Mm-hmm. In a half an hour. Oh. So 12 in an hour, even like five bucks yeah, a pop, that's uh-huh. 60 bucks an hour. Yeah. yeah. And that's, you know what I mean? Yeah, and re- there's some people giving tens and twenties, too. Yeah, I'm rethinking right. what I'm doing right now. What are you doing? You gonna, you gonna go? Selling car warranties. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you see me at Walmart, lost my ass to a car warranty. I'm like, give her five bucks. That's, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's shit right there, man. <laughs> I'm with you, sister. Some crooked asshole called me too. <laughs> You're like, Michelle, is that you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I do? Uh, if it's a family, or whatever, I don't give them uh, money. I'll go buy them like a loaf of bread, some peanut mm-hmm. butter and jelly, mm-hmm. and I like a case of water. You know what I mean? I'll drop yeah. off food, but man, if someone's getting drunk on my money, it's going to be me. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I took a guy up to the pump one time. He was sitting there with a sign that said, need gas, <clears throat> stranded, need gas. And it was around Christmas time. I was like, yeah, they're probably trying to get home or yeah. whatever. Right, right. So I took their, I said, well, come with me. I'll put gas in your car. And he was like, mm, okay. So he didn't really need. And pulled up there, three gallons. <laughs> it was full. I was like, you man, didn't that, need gas. Man, yeah. that just sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? You did the right, you did your you did mm-hmm. humanitarian right thing. thing, right? I mean, yeah. yep. But it's I wasn't just, gonna just give them money because no. you know, yeah. yeah, and it sucks because they're you, you hurt the people that really do need the help mm-hmm. for the people who are just trying to grift you. And mm-hmm. but it's hard to tell the difference sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's an unfortunate thing in this country. God bless all of them. I hope they're okay. But right, it's tough. It's you, tough. You know, when we gave away time. free pizza when I worked at the radio station on Fridays, we'd give away free pizza and pop. We had to start like setting on basically the cooler of the pop because there was one in particular couple that would work us like they would sidetrack us so we weren't paid attention and they take like you know a case of pop a case of pop it's like dude you can have one pop yeah so we had to protect the pop cooler it's like, no, okay. no. i'm like lord they're trying to fool the two blondes <laughs> you know, they're like <laughs> start talking about songs or music or something candy from a baby fish <laughs> in a barrel <laughs> Like, watch this. Look at that shiny thing. And Michelle and Lori Boyer were like, <laughs> shiny. 
exactly. <laughs> and that guy was taking, one time they took the whole cooler. <laughs> He's like, I haven't bought pop in two years. <laughs> this is fantastic. So, all right. Uh, so that was Dead Guy in Kansas. We have two more. Harvest Fubar and It Was All a Dream. Now, I always, uh, the one I want to hear the most, I say for the last. So instead, let's hear It Was All a Dream. It Was All a Dream. You and I are on the same page. That's what you want to hear, Fubar last? What right. well, says Fubar? Yeah. What does that mean? Fuck, fucked up beyond all recognition. There we all go. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, I went to school in California and made a bunch of friends out there. And then, you know, when I ended up getting homesick and came home, come back to the farm and, and stuff. So every, you know, before we all, all of us guys got married and stuff, you know, we would all get back together and we would just end up back out there or whatever and, and go out there. And so I called a buddy of mine and uh, I told him, I said, Hey, I'm going to rent a car. He was living in Salt Lake city at the time. I said, I'm going to rent a car and I'm going to drive back out. We went to school in Porterville, California was just kind of a little town. It's a, it's bigger than Fort Morgan, but like if you combine Sterling and Fort Morgan mm. together, that would be Porterville. Where in California is it? That is central Valley. So okay. it's, it's, uh, Oh, if you went in between Fresno and Bakersfield, okay, down in the South Central Valley. Okay. You went to college there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I went to a junior college there, and and so uh, I called him. I was like, "Hey, I'm going to rent a car next weekend. I'm going to drive through. I want to pick up, pick you up, and then let's go up Porterville, hang out, drink some beer, play some golf, and we'll be back home by Monday." You know. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "Okay, yeah, that sounds like a good idea." So I rent this Ford Tempo, and uh, which, it, you know, you think about it now and stuff is like, why did we even do that? We had vehicles to drive, but what was the purpose of renting a car? And you I don't even put those, remember. You didn't want to put those mileage on yeah, your car. I didn't want to put car. the miles on my vehicle. Mm-hmm. So we and you could rent a car pretty affordably back in then. I think I had it for a week, and it cost me like. like I've always bucks. wanted a Tempo. Kurt <clears throat> said, "What well, what I don't want to do is have any sex ever." <laughs> this whole trip, so I'm going to get a Ford Tempo. I'm going to get a Ford Tempo. Mom said to get the Ford Tempo. That way nobody's pregnant. <laughs> so so I, I get this car, and, and I drive to Salt Lake, and he's working at the time. He's working at a sporting goods store. And I'm like, hey, I need a pair of tennis shoes. And so he's like, yeah, tell me what size, and I'll hook you up. And so I, I roll into Salt Lake about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, because he was going to get off work about 5 and I said, and so we we walk in and and we sat and visited a little bit and stuff. And he goes, "Hey, I forgot to tell you, I got a softball game tonight. So before we go, he goes, what What do you think? Because we were gonna leave like the next morning. Mm-hmm. I was gonna hang out for the evening and leave the next morning. He goes, What do you say? We go uh, play this. I'm gonna go play this softball game, and then let's just grab our stuff and get down mm-hmm. the road." And he goes, it's 12 hours back to Porterville. He goes, we leave at 10 o'clock tonight. We'll be there at 10 o'clock in the morning. It'll leave us extra time to drink and golf. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm down. Cool. No sleeping. Remember yeah. those days when you could yeah. just do that and get away with yeah. that? Just yeah. no sleep. All right. Yeah, no sleep. So I was like, but I said, I'm going to cruise over to your mom and dad's house, and I'll wait for you. I'll go see your mom and dad because I got to be pretty close with, with all these guys that I made friends with. They all lived in that area, so I got to know all their parents, and mm-hmm. they all kind of took me in yep. as just another adopted kid and, right. and stuff. So I was like, well, I'm going to go see your mom and dad, hang out, and I'll lay down on the couch, take a nap. He goes, okay, cool. So I uh, I go over, we visit for a little bit, and his mom's like, oh, boy, I don't think you guys should be driving all night. I don't think that's a good idea. That's such and, a mom thing. And, mm-hmm. and, his, and his dad was like, yeah, man, get it done. It sounds like a great time <laughs> yeah, to me. Yeah, such a dad thing. Yeah. So, and he would tell me, he was telling me stories about when he was in the military and they would go days and days with no sleep and stuff. And so I was like, well, I'm going to go lay down, take a nap. Mm-hmm. He goes, that's probably a good idea. So I go lay down on their couch, take a nap. And uh, Doyle comes in and, and wakes me up. He's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm home. I got all my stuff kind of ready. You know, let's let's go. He's to like, this. I smell like sweaty softball. Yeah, but he goes, <laughs> let's, let's go in a car this. for twelve hours. So he goes, let's <laughs> let's go to the softball game. So we go and hang out and watch this softball game and stuff. And 
and then we we hopped in the car and he we went back to his mom and dad's he took a shower and then we headed down the road and so we took off <clears throat> and i think you know it, it ends up being like five and a half six hours to vegas from salt lake city right and so i was like well let's let's we we stopped in Cedar City, Utah, and I don't know if you've ever been across I-70 or I-15. Hmm. Well, that's actually I-15 there. But anyway, we stop in Cedar City, Utah, and uh, we um, you know we get a cheeseburger and top off of gas, and and then we take off. Well, you get into Saint into uh, into Saint George. And you start seeing maybe a few more palm trees and stuff, but there's a part of the road after St. George that's called the Virgin River Valley. And he goes, well, why don't you drive to Vegas and I'll drive the rest of the way? I said, okay, cool. So we're going down this Virgin River Valley and it's it's a lot like going through the mountains, (coughs) but it's not quite as sharp of turns Mm -hmm, and stuff. mm -hmm. And it's like two, three o'clock in the morning. And I'm just glued to the steering wheel, and he's sleeping. And he wakes up about the time that we're I'm passing these trucks. And he's like, hey, man, I ain't afraid to die, but I don't really want to die with you. So can you slow down? And yeah. we took my foot off the gas. It was like a mile or more before it even come off the peg. Because you, you were really you know, booking. Right? Yeah, we were, we were smoking. And uh, so we get down through and we go, we're, it's still dark. We're rolling through Vegas and stuff. Sun's just coming up and we get to the California state line. We, we stop at Whiskey Pete's out at the California state line, right? California, Nevada. There's a couple of casinos right there. Whiskey okay. Pete. That's a, good <clears throat> That's a great name. Yeah, it is. Yep. And so we, uh, we stop and eat breakfast and get gas. The worst breakfast I've ever had in my life. <laughs> really? And, and I, I can still remember to this day, I, whenever I go get breakfast anywhere, I always get the two links sausage, hash browns, and two over easy eggs. And How do was, you mess that up? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, come on. You can't mess it up. You go to Whiskey Pete's. <laughs> I guess. Whiskey, <laughs> yeah, Pete. Whiskey Pete's. It's a casino <laughs> on the state line. <laughs> so probably not known for their breakfast. Right, right. So we eat breakfast, and he's he's like, yeah, man, I'll go ahead and drive the rest of the way. And we cruise off across through Death Valley and into Barstow and Mojave and up over the mountains and stuff, going into the Central Valley. We get, we get to Porterville. As soon as we get to Porterville, we're like, dropping everything, we got to go to the golf course. So the golf course in Porterville is just nine holes. So we had to play it twice so we could have 18 holes because (laughs) to make up the time that we were going to drink that much beer. (laughs) And so we we golfed. I don't even know how I golfed. I was so tired. Yeah. And all I can remember is how bad my eyes hurt, and then we just kept drinking. So it was just adding to it. And I'm pretty sure we didn't eat. I think we were just carrying the ball the last, right. probably <laughs> last four or five holes. We didn't even probably even swing clubs. Well, we go back to my, we were, we were at uh, my buddy Chris's house at his mom and dad's. And I was like, man, I'm kind of hungry and stuff. And they're like, well, I want some more bad eggs. (laughs) He says, well, mom's going to make some dinner and stuff. And, you know, everybody's going to get through the shower. And I said, well, I'm going to lay down here on the couch. And we're watching TV and stuff and I pass out on the couch. And uh, next thing I know, somebody's shaking me awake and stuff. And I thought it was Chris's mom waking me up to eat dinner. And here it was Doyle telling me it was time to get up and go to the softball game. I had dreamt the whole trip up to that point. <laughs> and the bad <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> yeah. I dreamt the bad breakfast. I dreamt everything in between. Wow. So you Salt thought Lake's you had already went. Hmm. Yeah, I thought we had already went. and then, But, you know, I mean, the, the trip still went. You know, it still went the way it was. But he's like, hey, man, I already woke you up. Let's go. We got to get <laughs> yeah. going yeah. and stuff. So. But yeah, huh. we hadn't even been to the did you eat bre- yet. Did you eat breakfast at Whiskey Pete's? We still went ahead and stopped and <laughs> ate at Whiskey Pete's. I said, oh, yeah, it? it's like deja vu. Was it better? No. Was, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. You know, that's but on that you. But that was the plan. That's <laughs> yeah. on you, man. I, I would have like, no. But that was the plan, you know. Uh, we got to stick to plan. Right. So right. you were yeah. sleeping that heavy. Mm-hmm. I never got a chance to do it, but uh, did you ever go to the Clown's Den there between Wyoming? Uh, no, Larry. My my dad was telling me the story. Hey, I, I'll tell you about strip clubs I've been to. I'm not shy to tell you where I've been. <laughs> I'll tell you too. Yeah, but yeah. I've never been to the Clown's, clown's Den. Neither have I. But my father. You have missed out. So I hear. 
<laughs> oh, that's a bullshit statement. <laughs> no, so I've never. Know. No, so I've never. Know. No, I've never been. Michelle I just heard. Staley. The, I, hey, I used to work at the Diamond at the cash front. I was a little cash oh, gal. Okay. I had a nice cocktail dress on. Let me just preface it with that. I wore cocktail dresses. Anyway. <laughs> but never at the clowns down. My old man was like the clowns down, bro. It's fucked up in there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and for my dad, what's up? Love you, dad. Uh, to tell me that, like, where he was like, you know, like, hey, bro. <laughs> Did you leave? Well, no. But, I mean, he's look around. You know, he's, he's like, no. I brought I, the dollar bills in, son. What else we gonna do? <laughs> he's like, I went back <laughs> two or three more times. Yeah. Where else are you going to break this $50 bill? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just be a child supporter. Pay one of their child supports. And who loves you, son? Not me. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Pops. You know, I love you. But, yeah. So, but that, that reminded me of that, like, on the on the... Yeah, like a dust till dawn situation where yeah. you're where you got to be real careful in those kind of places. But yeah. <laughs> I like that disgusted look you just gave me, by the way. Uh, I've heard stories about that place. Man. Oh, strip clubs come up on this podcast quite a bit, actually. I've, I've heard quite a... Well, one time I was... Wait, was I the guest and you and Dinsia were talking about midgets? <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds about right. Uh, Corby Needler's podcast just came Every out. Every good story starts with midgets. Oh, midgets and a case of beer. I'm telling you, but... <laughs> Kerry oh, you, you, you just uh, interviewed uh, Corby? Yeah, Corby just came oh, out two weeks ago. Nice. And it was with Matt Gordon. And Matt has never been to a strip club. No. Yeah, he's never done it. And he's like, I just don't. And Corby's like. not his thing. Uh-huh. And Corby's right. He goes, dude, you don't do it for the reasons you think you do it. You do it for the story. <laughs> Is, okay, he, Corby. He's right. <laughs> yeah. I used to party with Corby. But okay, Corby. <laughs> Back in the day. Did you lie to me, Corby? <laughs> <laughs> you a perv, buddy. Okay, Corby. <laughs> He's a good dude. I like Corby a lot. But, but it's true, right? The strip clubs, it's a story. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know how we go. It's always all about the story. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. This, this could be a podcast. Hey, just talking they have about. the best prime rib at the Diamond. They have the worst at Saturdays. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> prime rib? <laughs> no, it was a buffet, though. It was when uh, I was 18. It was saying in a room full of naked women. And the, the, you want a buffet? Well, I'll pay for a buffet. You know? <laughs> What's on it? Who gives a shit? Hot dogs. It's weird, but you'll eat them. That's for them, by the way. That's for her. That's when you eat the hot dog. That's... <laughs> Swallow the hole, you fucking woman. What'd you say to me? <laughs> but no, it's... Uh... But yeah, but yeah. So it's those, those, uh, those seedy places that you... Mm-hmm. Like driving through Kansas, like we talked about. There's yeah. a few places like that you stop. And mm-hmm. it's like... Because we were driving in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I held her hand the whole time, all scared. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, well, what do you think about that story? Mm, I might have caught something where I'm not. I don't know. All right. I, I don't know yet. You might have caught a little something. something. Maybe, maybe, maybe. All right, I'm gonna do it. All right, we'll see. All right, we got one left. We got the Harvest Foo Bar. So when when uh, you know you, you grew up. <laughs> In the farm, and mm-hmm. so you know how wheat harvest goes, and everybody's uh, going, yes, just nine zero, and and uh, going what? I loved going it. Loved it, but it can be so stressful. Oh, okay. Going ninety miles an hour, it's stressful. Uh, Dad kicking the cooler across the field, cousin. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a. Yeah, I got chewed out quite a few times. Yeah, <laughs> really. Yeah, I survived though. Yeah, you survived. <laughs> but chewins, but chewins mm-hmm. are, are mm-hmm. but it's a good. It's plentiful. it's great too. It's mm-hmm. a great. It, Harvest is a great it's experience. It's one time too. of year where everybody's working together to mm-hmm. get something done. Right. And uh, but it's fast paced, and you better. Jump you want to get that running. crop done before Mother yeah. Nature has another yep. idea. You better yeah. jump on while everything's running. But we. Uh, so I was about my my contribution to the farm when I was about eighteen was I bought a grain cart. And so that Here comes we, that green card again. So well, they went to Kansas for it. Well, the first one that was for a semi trailer. Oh, come and on, then, Michelle. <laughs> that's that's fine. I'm trying to stumble him up here. You see that? <laughs> <laughs> but so I I went in and and I couldn't afford a combine, and we actually needed more trucks and stuff. But I was like, you know, the neighbors run a green cart, and they make sure that the combines never stop. And so we'd talk to a lot of people and they're like, yeah, that's the best purchase in the world for the amount of money that you don't have to spend. They're pretty affordable. Mm-hmm. And so I, my, my contribution then was I went and bought one of those. And I just wanted to keep the combines moving. We were going to, everything was going to be good. Well, we ran two older machines, two older combines. One was a John Deere and one was a Gleaner. 
Boom. Oh, you ran a gleaner? We had a gleaner. We oh, had the boy. silver seat. No wonder why it was Foo Bar. I don't yeah. even speak this I don't even speak this language, by the way. <laughs> this, is, this is a totally yeah. different language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but the you know the unloading auger on the gleaner was a little bit lower to the ground than than it was on the John Deere. So the John Deere was a little longer and further up off the ground. You didn't have to really worry about it. But the gleaner, you had to be a little special on how you pulled underneath the combine or else you'd hit the auger. And so I we were getting long in the days. Everybody's getting tired. tired. My sister was running the combine and I pulled up and stopped and I was sitting there waiting for her. And as soon as she'd get up beside me, then we would take off and we would unload the combine on the go. Well, she pulled up beside me and stopped. And I looked at her, and I was like, what, what the hell are you stopping for? And then you could see the wheat running out of the front corner of the grain bin. She had hit the auger on the back oh, of, the, of the grain cart and ripped the whole... Because <laughs> in those days, that one machine, that one didn't fold out or in yeah. hydraulically. You had to physically put it out, and you hooked it on the corner of the grain oh, bin. No. Oh, okay. and, so, and then it stayed out the whole time. And so, so uh, she pulls up and hits the back of the grain cart with the auger, <laughs> rips the whole corner of the grain tank out, and we're spilling weed all over the ground and stuff. And we're both sitting there looking at it. <laughs> you gonna call dad? No, I don't want to call dad. You gonna call dad? <laughs> no. And it was one of those days. How old were you guys? I was like eighteen, so my sister would have been. You know, mid twenties, early twenties. I wouldn't 20s. Have made, wanted to make that call either. Yeah, so. I would have just left the field. <laughs> <laughs> so like, like, well, I'll go ahead and call him. And so it was one of those days where everything that broke, Dad was able to fix with a pair of pliers and some wire. Right, right. It was one of those days. And uh, redneck engineering. Oh yeah, it was all yeah. redneck engineering those days. And and uh, so I called Dad, and I'm like, hey, kind of got a problem here. And he goes, what's wrong? <laughs> go, um, let's just say you're not going to fix this with a pair of pliers. <laughs> he goes, oh, shit. Okay, I'll be right down. So he pulls up, and he's looking at everything, and he wasn't even mad. And I think that's probably the shocking, the most shocking part that's of the whole story. That's when you're really scared it, at first. You're Dad like, wasn't even mad. He's like, yeah, you guys did good. <laughs> this was a good one. Yeah. He goes, well, so we went, and we had, we had to go get a chain and a come along, and we had cinch it all back together and we were able to at least you know get, what a come along is i'm lost all it's like them. a it's like a, a handheld winch okay okay you know so, what a winch is yes yeah you, so. you, you want me to elaborate on that let <laughs> me start taking shots here staley <laughs> there's different definitions yes. of a winch. I know, I know. one gets you slapped i'll tell you that right now so, <laughs> so we uh so i'm like i was panicked because you know it's wheat harvest you know, who knows, it's, we could hail any I'm a little stressed day. just listening to this story. Yeah, we'd, and so now we're down to one one combine, and the wheat was pretty good. And uh, I was like, man, I don't, I don't know we'll ever get this combine back because mm-hmm. we messed it up pretty good. And so they, they got it all kind of halfway pulled back together, got it unloaded, and said, okay, take it to the house really easy. And so they kind of started looking at it. He goes, Dad says, we're going to table it till tomorrow. And we're going to get a good plan on it, and we'll get it fixed. And in those days, we had an old retired Air Force colonel that was a pilot that helped us with a lot of stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, he was a really good electrical guy and a good mechanic and stuff. And so we we just kind of went on about our day. I was back to just doing my thing and stuff, and we're just still kind of reeling from breaking stuff Mm -hmm. in a really good manner. And so we, I was, you know, thinking, well, maybe we can get another combine. Maybe we can do this. Maybe, you know, trying to figure out how to solve borrow the problems. Borrow a combine, yeah. Borrow one, bake, yeah. borrow steel, whatever, you know. But otherwise, we're just going to be down to one. Get out the welder. <laughs> so, so they, uh, so the next morning, you know, we went ahead and ran the one machine till late. And the next morning, we got up. And you know how everybody's still kind of milling around. You get breakfast, and you're mm-hmm. kind of pretty tired from mm-hmm. the five, six days before, the, the two weeks before and stuff, you know. And and uh, Dad come in and sat down at the breakfast table. He goes, why don't you guys go ahead and grease that gleaner combine take it back to the field? And I went. The next morning? Yeah, the next morning. And I said, it's fixed? And he, I said, <laughs> you know, we basically ripped it in half yesterday. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, it's good. Go ahead and grab it. Because the military dude? 
Yeah. Hey. I had to buy a bigger pair of pliers. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, about he goes well about a case of uh, brass rod, brass welding rod, and some extra one, yeah. extra sheet metal out of the deal. And the good thing about a cleaner is it doesn't have any paint on it. They're silver, so sheet metal blends right in. What the hell's a cleaner? <laughs> cleaner was made by Alice Chalmers. Now okay. they're just now they're Agco. Okay. So, but it's a it's a it's name a, brand a like John Deere. It's a name brand like John Deere. Big silver machine. Case. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Now you know. No paint right. on them. Right. They're just they're just galvanized steel. I was gonna ride this this horse until you told me what it was without me asking. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's gonna tell what a cleaner is. So, yeah. so I'm envisioning because the guy was in military, like he had to work on shit under pressure and oh, yeah. like like so mm-hmm. this was not he's like <laughs> he was like this. oh yeah piece of cake we'll yeah, just we got we'll just pull it back together we'll weld it here reinforce it here no big deal so <laughs> it took him about probably two three hours and he had it fixed it was back in the field you guys wow. get grounded or anything mm-hmm. no no oh. we still laugh about it today how'd you get all the weed <laughs> off the off the off the ground well there's there's the scoop shovel. <laughs> <laughs> so we yeah. we picked a lot up with a scoop shovel and then you know the what rest a scoop shovel is. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you glad you invited yeah, me? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we got we got to scoop a lot of weed off the ground. Yeah. So hmm. but, yep, but it was fixed and going by ten o'clock the next morning. So then did you let your sister back on the on the gleaner? Or you... No, I didn't. I didn't make those decisions in those days. Yeah. So. But she said, from now on, we will stop and dump. <laughs> so. It's it's stressful. I remember those, mm-hmm. man. My cousin, one time, we were, like, both driving. We had two different tractors in the field, so we were um, hitting fields two at a time. And I went through under this, these, um, what do you call them, power lines? Mm-hmm. Well, I went through just fine because my sweeps were folded down. Pretty soon I hear my cousin on the radio. I don't even remember what Carrie's number was. We're just going to go with unit three to unit two, unit three to aim. He's stressing out. And I look back, he got his sweeps cut in those um, power lines. You know, Mm you can, (laughs) like, don't leave the tractor. Don't leave the tractor. tractor. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's electrified now. Uh (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can't jump far enough away from a tractor to get away from it. That's my cousin, Mm -hmm. Carrie. You know, does sports. Carrie. Sherman. Oh, okay. Care Bear. Yeah. Yeah, that was a... St- I was like, man, I made it through just fine. What's up with you? You can't, you can't leap far enough. You cannot mm. leap mm. far enough. Because the electricity will... It'll get you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, it'll still get you. So you got to call... How do you... What do you do for that situation? You got to call you the power and company? And, I think we called the power company, I think is what mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Yep. What happens if it's before cell phones came out? You just hang out until someone you finds you. You call on your... I about mm. said CB. It wasn't a CB. Mm. It was yeah, a... We all had two-way. There we go. Two-way. Do you know what a two-way is? Business band, uh, two-way radios uh, and the yeah. tractors and stuff. You wait till a guy's walking by, then he falls <laughs> down, and you're like, mm-hmm. damn it, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> One person can help you breathe in the other. Yes, exactly. Yep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. I got to tell you, I've never been lost in a story in my life. <laughs> you lost me on that one. Adam should have been sitting in this chair right here, because Adam would have been like, oh, greener. <laughs> Bet that fuck Larry up. <laughs> yeah. Country, I'm a, I'm a city boy. So, yeah. yeah. What do you think about that, Michelle? You know, I think that's pretty true testament. Uh, how did you get this? Uh, what can we ask questions now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So how how did you happen to find this guy that was in the military? That like, so he just did all my, the fixes for you. Yeah, my dad was in uh, Civil Air Patrol, and oh. so they met in that. Gotcha. Well, they, and Civil Air Patrol, what they do is they search for crashed airplanes. Wow, he's like, mm-hmm. hey, this is nothing. Yeah. I got this. And so they got, got to be friends in that. And then when he, when this old guy retired, he he flew bombers in World War II. So he'd tell me stories about dropping bombs. Really? And, yeah. Wow. And, and uh, he always drove around. They they would come and park their motorhome in the yard. And they always pulled a Volkswagen car behind it, and he'd say, "Yeah, that's Kraut's Revenge." He says, "That's what I get for all the bombs I dropped on them guys." <laughs> Kraut's Revenge. <laughs> I got a weird question: Is World War II? Are their veterans still around? Yeah, because there's still some. I know they they were I, they yeah. they would be very old if yeah. they're still around. I got to someone on Nine News the other day. Yeah, honestly. they're in their they're, they're in their nineties. Mm-hmm. Well, in their nineties. Because I remember years ago uh, watching a news uh, on the news how the last World War One vet had finally. Past, but that's been oh, a long wow. time, a long ways ago. Yeah, that was, I was young, young. Yeah, it's it's wild, you know. Because mm-hmm. I can't remember we were trying to figure that. Out. Well, so for the Halloween special, what I did was let a lot of people come in and tell their Halloween stories. We're gonna do that 
for uh, St. Patty's Day, I'm going to do a also drunk one time stories. You know what I mean? People bring their drunk stories. <laughs> I don't yeah. have any stories for that either. I bet you do. But <laughs> 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 next year it happens. Yeah. We all do. And then for the 4th of July, I want to do a veteran special. Well, that'd be cool. Where it's just veterans tell whatever story they want. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And that's when we were, I was trying to figure out if there's still World, World War II guys around. Cause then, do you know um, Daryl Armstrong? Do you know Daryl? Oh, sounds familiar. He always does all the uh, veteran um, breakfasts and coffee. Mm-hmm. Okay. I interviewed him quite a bit on um, the radio, and he had some pretty – his story. They they yeah. support each other a lot around I mean, here. That's good, though. That's, mm-hmm. that's excellent. Mm-hmm. They, uh, it's, well, have you ever been to the, uh, the bar in Akron now, the Addie's Bar? I have. It's all have. patriotic now. It's all it's all veterans. It's all yeah. It, it's when did cool. they do that change? Those changes. Uh, Connie bought it. Would she tell me in January of 2020? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right before COVID hit, mm-hmm. that poor woman oh. bought this bar, yeah. and then it, it just takes a shit dive on her, you know. But yeah. she she made it. So yeah. Um, but I think the veterans now you're gonna have the most likely is Korea and Vietnam. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's yeah. the next When you get to figuring, you know, back in the 40s, a lot of those guys were in their 20s. Right. And they were, you know, they weren't as young as like they were in Vietnam. They mm-hmm. were, True. they were 21, 22 years old. So they'd be about a hundred years old now. Yeah, they'd yeah. be pushing a hundred years old. That's crazy, man. I know my dad was in Vietnam. He doesn't talk about it. He doesn't. If he gets a, if he gets a few joints in him, then yeah, he, you know, he, he, <laughs> yeah. he'll tell you a little bit, but he doesn't, just not something he likes to talk about. Yeah. I don't press him. He's, he's told me some yeah. things before. I'm the oldest, so I think, I, you know, he kind of, but he doesn't go. Yep. Yeah. The traumatic stuff, you know. We'll I have see. some family members that have have served, and they don't mm. they don't share either. And I don't blame them. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine. Were you in their service, Kurt? Or no, no. no. Mm-hmm. Takes no. a special no, no. Just lots of family members, right? Air Force, uh, Marines, right. Army. Quite a few mm-hmm. family members actually. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And like the VFWs are kind of dying now too, aren't they? Like they're not signing up for the to 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 do stuff with the like like member wise. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. not a really big anymore. I don't think yeah. you know. It's kind of too bad. It's yeah. too bad, but yeah. But uh, okay. Well, Michelle, uh, what do you think? You have one in mind? Don't say it out loud yet. It's like you know me. We're gonna. We have to. How do we pick? How do we pick who goes first? Rock paper scissors. Ah, uh, yeah. But I don't remember which Kurt, time we do it. Kurt, how do you rock paper scissors? Do you do three pumps or four pumps? I do. I do three pumps. I go boom, rock. Boom. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Three pumpers are making a comeback this year. What do you do? You're three, a three pumper. Three. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Finally, Denzia was on a podcast where somebody was a three pumper, and I couldn't be more elated because it's always <laughs> they never come on when Denzia's here. She's it's always a four pumper. She loves to rub it in my face. So, all right, ready? Okay. You can do three. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Come on now. Whoop, whoop. Let's see here. Let's name so I get I get to say which one I think is. Yep, name them off first. So we have Harvest Fubar, Dead Guy in Kansas. It was all a dream. All right. And one more time before we do this, one more plug for the City Barbershop. Please yes, make sure you check this out is your a nice. I'm going to hang out. I'm going to come hang out on that. We need to have a, well, I'm going to plug myself here. Plug yourself. <laughs> we need to have a whiskey, wine, gonna, whatever on this sweet leather couch over I'm gonna, here. I'm going to isolate that uh, audio, by the way. <laughs> so, so you It'll know. be gone. <laughs> I'm sure that Carrie um, wouldn't be more than happy to have you here and doing that. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, what a cool couch to hang out on. That's a cool place. It is a cool place. They're doing yeah. a good job with it here. And like I said, her and Echo were great. So is there a third a third lady here? No, yeah, there's oh. there's Dusty. Okay. Um, like gagging for her last name right now. Snelling? Mm. I don't know. But Dusty's here. She was she was uh she was from here before and then they had just moved back from Texas. So there's a lot of people that know her nice. and so she's blending in really well. It sounds like a military thing we'd say, like Carrie Dusty Echo. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well come down and see Dusty Carrie Echo and uh come get your hair well, I mean, we're all bald, so yep. not you though, you can come get your hair cut. Yeah. Here. You get your hair head waxed here? I get my ears waxed. Yeah. Ears waxed? Yeah. Oh, look yeah. at that. Yeah, you did it before we did the podcast. Trim, trim my eyebrows and trim my beard. Yeah. I need wow. to get there. I'm getting a little bushy eyebrows. <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm I can't even see to pluck mine anymore. That's because you could I need to borrow your glasses. <laughs> you, just, you just don't give a shit after a while, right? It's You're like, just like, whatever. Yeah, you do the old Disney uh, the villain eyebrows. Yeah. You don't give a shit. I'm I hear you. that thin eyebrows are making their way back, though. I won't do it, so okay. <laughs> um, so I need to see. Let's see. Which one I think is the... Because it's part part true, part not true, yep. right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say I, I think the one that was all a dream. 
Why do you think that? Because he stumbled a little bit. Because I, something about the the softball games, like they, like the guy had went, and you were just hanging out with the parents, and then you made it sound like then you guys are you. Well, I fell asleep on the couch, and I dreamt that I went. But there was a time before that you said um, you kind of stumbled, saying that then then you went to the softball game, and I didn't think you went to the softball game. So I don't know. I just I don't know. So you're gonna take that. Uh, so I think uh, Harvest. Well, I think Dead Guy in Kansas is true. That's a great story, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. I hope uh, you made it to the prison. What's that? I hope you made it to the prison. You know, well, at least that day. I mean, the next day it's going to be the <laughs> the uh, local uh, cab service, quotation marks. Uh, it was all a dream. You know what? Uh, I was aiming towards that one at first. I, I Well, no, but I'm not going to pick it. I'm going to take Harvest Fubar, and here is why. Uh, this is a long shot. Uh, I'm going to take that because... When she asked you how you got all the weed off the ground, you really, you really, you stopped like you had to really think, man. So Cause, you, because he's paused. like, really, Michelle, you know the answer to this. You're yeah. a farm girl. Yeah, yeah, but get the, that the, damn shovel. But the ape sitting next to you didn't know that. So that was a shovel. <laughs> yeah. So, and maybe not. That's a long shot. Mm. My gut tells me it's all a dream. Uh, is it? But I'm not gonna pick it. I'm gonna take a harvest uh, food bar just because you paused so, so much on that right there. It's a long shot. But if I'm right, you never hear the end of it, Miss <laughs> Staley. So. <laughs> Mr. Kurt, let's see the board, my man. It was all just a dream, damn it. So I finally pinned one. What part of that's not true? The fact that I dreamt it. Oh. Actually, the whole the whole trip went exactly the way I told you. Right. So, and there was there was also the return and trip the home breakfast. too that we didn't have time for. Nice. And the so. shitty breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. Shitty I kind of want to go to Whiskey Pete's see if they've changed their menu. What's the What's the burrito place in, in the Front Range? Santiago's? Evil Pete's or something. Oh, we, uh, you know what I'm talking about. I do. It's good. You ever been there? I have. I've heard it's amazing. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Evil oh. Pete's. Um, I about said uh, Wicked Pete's? No. Something no. along those lines. Wicked Pete's, something like that. Yeah, it's supposed to be a great burrito place. When you said that, that's what I thought about. Yeah. The God, I am so hungry right now. Are you? Absolutely. <laughs> let's go to Sydney, Nebraska. I know the way. So. <laughs> oh, my God. That was great. But uh, before we leave, I do want to say. Win? My respect. Okay, good. I'll anyway, take it. That ain't worth shit, right? <laughs> shit. Even after I was giving you a hard time. It's because we love each other, right? Yeah. All right. Michelle, I know lunch. You know how we met? At a fit challenge. You can't tell me looking at me. <laughs> it was many years ago. And I'll tell you about Michelle Staley is we were at the Whalerts. I worked for Mike at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, they got me in this fit challenge. And they said, well, Michelle Staley is going to come with us as well. And I, I didn't know Michelle Staley until she threatened me. Do you remember this? You sat me down and you were like, "We don't lose these. You will try your hardest. You will do everything." I don't you're think I. Spe- do. I don't think I quite said it. You like got that. like intense with me. I'm like, he's like, I thought to myself, "Do I gotta fight this chick?" Is that what's going on? <laughs> well, I think I did one right before it, so I was I was pretty amped up. You were. I'm like, up. I'm gonna win this son of a you bitch. Were you took one look at me and she's like, "The fat lazy one." Is that? Is that this is the <laughs> one. Like, I'm sorry. Did I say, "Hey, go find an anchor for this team"? Is that what? I did? <laughs> I'm like, if I got a fighter, I better But, but I was kind of like, he could lose a lot of weight, so that could help <laughs> that's, us. That's right, which I didn't. We didn't win at all, but uh, we gave it a we, we, we tried. We had some fun uh, yoga stories. That that yoga, you ever tried yoga? Yes. Oh, my God, it's awful. So Yeah. It is. It's really hard. I got launched on by a lady. I told you that, right? That old lady, man, she aimed it right at me, but I didn't. I think someone got on me. That's here and over there. It's a different story for a different time. But you know, you're moving, you're stretching. Right. Things happen. I'm right. not. I wasn't the old lady. I wasn't the old lady. Just I, so you I, know. I started laughing. I'm a child. I, I was. You know, everybody else was respectful of her, and I started laughing. Like, <laughs> holy shit, lady! My God, it offended me. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <laughs> I want to thank you guys for coming on. Before we go, though, I do want to remind you: hit that red button on the right bottom hand corner of the screen. That's our subscribe button. Uh, it's free. And it will tell you exactly when we, every Tuesday we release these. So come check it out, support us, and we love you for it. Michelle will high-five you in public. Uh, on December 9th and 10th, comedy is coming back to the uh, golf course. Uh, oh, make nice. sure you get your tickets. Yep. Uh, we had a great uh, showing the first first time. This one will be even better. And so. thanks for helping friends out. They were so excited. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, they, had, they came and talked to me. They were, they were yeah. super nice. So what yeah. were their names? I just met them that night. Oh, well. Oh. Hey, Michelle's friends. <laughs> Just want to give I was drinking, I was drinking cocktails too. Is that what it was? You didn't know those people. 
they were at the table next to you, and they're like, oh, yeah, we had comedy tickets, and Michelle wanted to be the badass. She's like, well, I'm fine with somebody. It just so happens I know someone. Let me, let me call my bitch Larry. I, don't <laughs> I did pull that card. You did pull that, <laughs> I did card. Pull that card. And I believed you. Now I feel horrible. I got a free cocktail. Hey. <laughs> anyway, 9th and 10th, you can get your tickets at Village Liquor in Fort Morgan. You can get them at the golf course or the City Brush Rec Department. So uh, come check us out, and hopefully by now they're not sold out. So Speaking of Village Liquor, are you having a... Certain guests, I mean, I, 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 I hook that up. Yeah, I hook it up. I'll, we'll, we'll hook it up, Juan. Calm down. But anyway, <laughs> Kurt, thank you so much for coming on, man. You Thanks did, for having me. You didn't disappoint. Oh, kick me under the table. Uh, by the way, we forgot to do this. Harvest Food Bar is full. It is completely true. Completely true. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the dead guy in Kansas is completely true. One hundred percent. I forgot to bring. I forgot to do yep. that. That's crazy, oh, man. That poor guy. He just kept. And what year was this? About oh man, that had to have been about ninety three. Ninety three, okay. Mm-hmm. So I just love that the Apria guy just so happened to pull up. Here I am. <laughs> well, the, the funniest part of it was the fact that in Atwood, Kansas, they said welcome to Atwood, the friendliest people in Kansas, yeah, but yet it was two farm boys from Colorado yeah. that stopped to help. Nobody stopped to help. They're like, yeah, Atwood, Kansas. <laughs> Unless you subscribe to the podcast and hey, Atwood Kansas, maybe. So. Hit the like button, especially yes. if you're from Atwood. Yeah, hit the like button. And reach out to Michelle Staley on, on social media and tell her how disgusted you were with that, that last uh, comment. So, anyway, Kurt, thank you so much for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks again. I'm Moose Lunston. Michelle Staley. Catch you next time.